Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello, hello, welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. We are on step one, awareness, and we are excited to keep it going. Tonight, we are talking perception versus truth. And I am very interested in getting into this conversation. I am loving this new season. We have so many coaches here um, ready to come on the show and share with you. So let's get it going. First of all, my favorite coach and beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing fantastic. It's great to be here. Yay! I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have had a fun-filled weekend together. So I have spent the last, I don't know, five days with Terry and it has been a blast connecting and getting to meet new people with the organization that we are involved with called Polka Dot Powerhouse, which is a connection uh, uh, connection organization for women. So it was pretty amazing. Though we don't know our guest through Polka Dot, we do know her through Fearless Living. She is an amazing <laughs> fearless living coach and a certified fearless trainer, and we are excited to have her back on the show. Please welcome Christy Marshall. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me back on. <laughs> I always love, I love coming on your show and having the fun discussions that we do. It's always so enlightening and insightful, so thank you. I'm excited for tonight. Yes. <laughs> Yay. We are excited to have you. Please remind our audience, what is it that you get to do and who is it that you serve? Okay. So um, I I like to say that I specialize. I'm a life coach, as we, we all three are. But I say I like to I specialize mostly in helping people um, build better relationships through better communication, um, you know, and better, like, just using skills, our skills at building better boundaries and, you know, all of those types of things that we need in our relationships. And not just, I don't, I don't, I always clarify, I'm not like a dating coach. It's not that. It's relationships, meaning every relationship in our life, even the relationship, most importantly, to ourselves. So it's every relationship, meaning, you know, meaning our intimate relationships, our friendships, um, our familial relationships, and like I said, our personal relationship to ourselves. Love it. Because it all starts starts with us, right? It always starts with ourselves. Yeah. Every relationship we have is a reflection of the one that we have with ourselves. Deep, Christy. Mm -mm. I love it. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) So the step this month is step one, awareness. So what does awareness mean to you? So awareness to me 
means, um, you know, becoming, it's like hard to say this without saying aware, right? But <laughs> mm-hmm. so it means like learning for myself what is like, what is true for me, what is true outside of me, um, and being like having that as an alignment and connection to myself. Love it. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Hopefully. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, and it's funny because before I got started with with fearless living coaching, or even just going through like the fearless living um, coaching training program, um, you know, it's it's amazing how I guess unaware I actually it came to like it came to light how unaware I, I was of many, many things. Um, mm-hmm. So how that awareness just opens the door to so much personal growth, so much um, just in our, within relationships and, um, you know, every aspect of our, our life really like that, you know, it really mm-hmm. is true without awareness. We're really, we're really not, we really can't be our best self. We're really mm-hmm. like because we're we're not seeing certain parts, you know. We're not we're there's a hidden part to us when we're not aware. I guess is how yeah. I would explain that. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think it's always I it's always fascinating to me to uh, teach people that first step of becoming aware of their fear and how it. Uh, affects them and Mm -hmm. uh, their choices and they start to see it and they're like man it's everywhere and Mm -hmm. I'm like it already was everywhere now you just see it (laughs) yes yeah 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 Yeah. because when we're not it's like that saying like you you know you can't do better until you know better, right? Well, until you have right. an awareness, how are you going to make a change? How are you going to, until you really know, how do you take the action? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. tonight we are talking about perception versus truth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love this topic. It, it came up a lot this weekend at our, at our conference of, different filters that we use, Mm -hmm. one being self-limiting beliefs, but different Mm -hmm. perceptions that we have of ourselves and others and how that affects how we see and interpret the truth. So I am so excited to get into this conversation. So, Christy, why don't you start us off? All right. Well, (laughs) I love that you brought up the different filters because, like, I know for me, um, and I think it's true for a lot of people. Um, the biggest one seems to be those self-limiting beliefs. Um, you know, and I know that that like held me back for so long. Um, you know, just thinking like, and, and where we learn those, you know, it, it's not a truth, you know, so mm-hmm. like, where do those come from? And, you know, it's just, it's just based on those different experiences that we have. And like those internal conversations are huge. Um, our internal conversations, like where it starts, we may not know, but but how we, the extent that we take it and the extent that we believe it is, you know, when we become aware, that's the 
what I love about this is when we become aware that that is really not a truth for us. Those self-limiting beliefs really aren't a truth. Um, it's these perceptions, you know, it's these things that we've learned over time. And when we get become aware of that, then we can make a different choice. We can, we can start to see that for what it really is, that it's not a truth, you know, and then mm-hmm. we can make those changes. So I love that you brought up those different filters because our perceptions really are based on all of those you know, all of those different experiences, the beliefs, cultures, religions, um, you know, that those are all the things that, that shape our views and our perspectives and, and, our, and, how, and how we perceive things. So, yeah. yeah, it's through all those different filters. And, you know, and it's not, and it's, and we need all those, you know, we do need all those things. We need experiences. We, you know, we need, um, our religion, our culture, our beliefs, but it's just what what ones are we willing to let go of because they don't serve us because they're not true. You know, that's not the truth of who mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Terry, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm really soaking in this uh these ideas and this conversation because I believe you know, there's that, that saying that you hear all the time, you are your perceptions, you know. And I think that that, that, that kind of is an excuse, right? Because um, mm. we're not our perceptions. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's what, when I first came to Fearless Living, I had a lot of perceptions, a lot of limiting beliefs, and I had been acquiring those from the time I was a youngster. And the first time that, that you're told you can't do something, the first time you're told that, well, that's not, you know, that's not for you. This That's wrong. This is right. And we build the, up those feelings about ourselves and about our world and about our relationships, uh, not all at once. You know, it, it it happens over time. And if we have no awareness that there's another way to look at things, uh mm-hmm. We just keep looking at them the same way through the same filter, and I don't. I think that I was. I just taught a workshop this morning, and uh, when I was talking about the comfort zone and and what keeps us in that comfort zone, and just having a, a really good conversation about what is our comfort zone, um, being what we know, it doesn't mean it's comfortable. It's what we know, where we feel um, we belong. Uh, in some cases, it's it's not a comfortable place at all, but we have so much fear and have been told over and over that we can't be any different, that that's who we are, that to break out of that comfort zone is um, the beginning of, of the desire to change and to be who we are. And that starts with loving ourselves, knowing ourselves, and that, that takes time. It takes a real attentive desire to reach inside our souls and be the the person we were created to be. And that takes um, a lot of courage. And so Mm -hmm. I think awareness also involves a great deal of reflection, courage, and support. Uh, And depending on how long we've had these limiting beliefs or we've believed things about ourselves that aren't true, the more support we need. And I think that's what drew me to coaching uh, because I was coached 
to believe and be attentive to a different way of looking at things. And that is the beginning of awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we've been talking about these limiting beliefs or these um, filters that we that we gain as children and they just build and build and build on each other um, until we're in this tiny little comfort zone um, and believe that we um, we deserve it and that it's where we belong and that there's no way out. And that is fear. It's, it's all fear. When you take it down to the simplest terms, it's all lies of fear. And I used to be mad at my fear or hate my fear or think my fear was, you know, an awful thing or whatever. But our fear is really just trying to keep us safe. And it doesn't it doesn't know that our perceptions are false. It doesn't know that we're no longer small and helpless and have no tools. It just knows that we were once hurt, we asked it to keep us safe, and so it is. And when we can see our fear that way, I think we can see its innocence. We can see our own innocence. We can then start to see other people's innocence. And I think that we can start to let go of those limiting beliefs. We can let go of those perceptions that do not serve us. And we can start to see the truth. And when we can start to see the truth, then we can see, oh, there is something outside of that comfort zone. Oh, I am capable to step over this barrier of fear into my stretch zone or my risk zone, and I can expand my comfort zone. I can expand it to encompass so much more than it does right now. And I can continue to expand it and continue to expand it and continue to expand it. And I think that there's so many societal um, norms out there or societal sayings of, you know, wanting wanting more for yourself is is bad or uh, taking care of yourself is selfish or... Um, you know, going uh, going after this or that is not good. And it gets stuck in our subconscious and we deny ourselves these things. But it's, it, they're all lies. They're all lies. Wanting more is good. Doing more mm-hmm. is good. Being better is good. Wanting more for others is good. Taking care of ourselves is essential. Um, and, and so it's, it's really looking at these lies of fear and saying, you know what, that's, that's not true for me. It's, it doesn't have to be true for you. Let's, let's go forward and, and grow in this awareness and in this new, um, accepted truth. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I totally totally agree with everything that you guys both just said. <laughs> like it's, it's so true. Like when you, and you talk about, you know, that, that innocence and like, you know, going back to those 
those things that we learn as kids and you know like i said before we don't really know necessarily where they came from you know and at this point i it sometimes it doesn't really even matter it's just being aware that that was there and it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. that way anymore yeah and and being able to give ourselves compassion through that too i think is super important is you know saying hey i i didn't know different so you know that's what it was but that's not how it has to be you know and i can love yeah. myself through these changes and and this awareness and you know i love when like terry pointed out you know it's that attentive desire um, you know, to reach inside and really be who we are and having that awareness gives us that opportunity. And it's hard. And, you know, like Terry said, it takes courage. It does take courage and it takes the attentiveness. It's it's every day. I mean, I find myself slipping into those, those, those different filters, that self-limiting beliefs all the time still. But mm-hmm. what's different for me now is that I'm aware of it. I catch myself and I say, mm-hmm. Christy, <laughs> have that mm-hmm. initial conversation and say, Christy, you know better now. You know that it doesn't have to be that way. You've proven to yourself it doesn't have to be that way. So trust that. You know, believe that truth of who you mm-hmm. really are without that filter, of who you really can be without that filter, you know, um, yeah. and, re- and, and just know, you know, know that. And, but it like, it does, it, it, it can creep back in very easily all the time. But like, like, I just love the awareness piece because, yeah. you know, like we talked about at the very beginning, it's, you can't do anything without having that awareness. If you don't know, you don't know. So, right. yeah. 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 And I'm going to say at school, we always say, you can't do anything till you know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you can take what you learn and change you can that awareness then brings you that opportunity to change and that's what you know that's what takes courage is to face those fears uh face those beliefs which aren't true about yourself and um and then be aware because I'll I'll find myself up saying things that are beating you know that I would call beating myself up my old my old filters of, of not being good enough or uh, not having, you know, uh, lately I've been really beating myself up about forgetting things and telling mm-hmm. myself, oh, you're just, you know, you're getting forgetful. Well, that's not true. I just didn't get enough sleep. And that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing about memory is if you don't get enough sleep, your memory isn't going to work. So it's like, okay, I'm aware of that now. It's not because I'm getting old. It's because I didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> and that's my new filter and that awareness allows me then to not fall into those old patterns of beating myself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you said that because I was just having a very forgetful day too, and that just reminded yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't sleep very good last night, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very true. Yeah, it's creating those different kind of, you know, pathways in your brain, those different those different new beliefs, you know, that you can now, mm-hmm. and that's a, that really takes time and skill to like, t- to teach yourself to do that, you know, to say, wait a minute, stop, I'm going to stop and think about this. Is that really true? Or did something else mm-hmm. happen to, to make me, you know, to make this, this other thing happen, right? Um, like mm-hmm. not getting yeah. enough sleep made you forgetful. So yeah, and it's, it's just being attentive to that and catching yourself 
and building those new pathways of how to look at things and how to really challenge yourself to ask the questions of yourself, right? Like always, is it true or am I making this up? And that's a huge one in this this perception game, right? In the perception versus truth Mm -hmm. game. Yeah. That's my favorite strategy. (laughs) Yeah. Right, Kel? That's Kelly's favorite favorite. uh, tool. Tool. Yeah, yeah. I always like to, you know, there's another trick that I do, like, sometimes for myself, too, and I have my clients do this, and it's like I say, okay, pretend you know nothing. Pretend you know nothing about yourself, and you you have to, like, you have to create this person because that takes away, like, of you having to hold on to all these beliefs, you know, and all of these things that were created maybe without your input, <laughs> right? And so yeah. I, like, I, I like to say, you know, pretend you know nothing. Pretend you're, you know, you're two. How, what would you create for that person? You know, what kind of things do you want to think about yourself? Um, so I, I, love, I love that. I love doing that. And, that and, I, and also asking myself, my clients, step away from judgment because I think, too, you know, we kind of get wrapped up with in these perceptions, there's also judgment there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, like, being able to put down the judgment, too, and say, you know, and when we have a perception, it's like looking outside at other people. We sometimes have these perceptions because of our beliefs, right? But if we can say, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm going to set those perceptions aside, it also helps us release judgment, mm-hmm. which is such a powerful thing to give to ourselves and other people. Well, and I yeah. think judge, another, mm-hmm. another way we judge ourselves is by comparing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's one of the real dangers of and being aware that we're doing that. And I can I can yeah. kind of now ask myself, what? Why am I feeling that? Well, because I'm comparing myself to that person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. that I'm not that person. That person has gifts and talents. I have gifts and talents. Rather than compare and feel in competition, let's support mm-hmm. each other. And um, mm-hmm. and and if that's not possible, just know that you aren't, you know, you have, you're a unique, wonderful person and loving yourself gives you that uh, awareness that you have value. And that's one of the things that is a universal fear that we all have is that we're not good enough. Well, the more you tell yourself you are good enough, the more you believe that and the more uh, confident you are, then the more confident you are. And that every time you step out and love yourself, then the next time you feel like you're going to compare yourself to someone, the more confident you are in loving yourself. So it's just like anything else. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you bring up that idea of comparison because that's that's something, and I don't remember where I heard it, and I'm sure you guys have heard it, and I, I always say this to my clients, comparison is the thief of joy. Because it really is. It yeah. takes the joy away mm-hmm. from us. You know, how can you be joyful mm-hmm. when you're constantly comparing? And you're comparing against yeah. not, against a non-truth, right? We don't know what their truth mm-hmm. is versus our truth. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I feel like right. Facebook is a, a great example of perception versus truth. You know, everybody mm-hmm. posts, you know, the good stuff, the the post pictures and the the you know perception of the vacation being perfect and um you know all this kind of stuff but 
the truth is that, you know, their kids could have been fighting two seconds before they took a picture or, um, you know, they uh, their room is a mess or, um, you know, dinner was burned and that's why they're at the restaurant, right? Like, we don't know what is really going on in people's lives just by looking at what they post on Facebook. It is the perception that we are interpreting from what is being posted on Facebook, and it's not the truth. And so I think that um, social media is a is a great example of perception versus truth. Also, I love the analogy that Rhonda uses about filters and self-limiting beliefs and how when we're kids, each time something happens, um, something quote-unquote bad happens, we put on a sweater or we put on a jacket or we put on a hat or we put on a pair of sunglasses. And as we grow up, we just get more layers and layers and layers of clothing on. And so when we're starting to become aware, we're taking off one jacket. We're taking off one pair of glasses. So it's a process of getting down um, and taking off all those different layers that have accumulated in our life. And so mm-hmm. it's going to be a process of letting those go. It's going to be a process of um, not putting them back on, right? It's mm-hmm. going to be a process of slowly taking them off. And we don't, as, you know, Christy, you said, we don't have to remember why we put them on in the first place. We just, you know, can accept that they're there and then take them off. So, yeah, um, I have loved the conversation uh, tonight. You ladies um, have definitely shared so much greatness, and I know that our listeners uh, have gotten so much from it. We want to thank you, Christy, so much for being here. I feel like oh, thank uh, we you. always grow. <laughs> Um, from listening to you, but I also want to give you a moment to share how our listeners can get in contact with you um, or if you have any upcoming things that you would like them to know about. Okay. Um, well, they can get in contact. Thank you again for having me on. It seems like this this time just flew by, so I, I'm like shocked <laughs> already that it's both coming to an end. But, yes, they can get a hold of me um at www.christymarshall.com is my website, um, so I can always be reached there, or coachchristymarshall at gmail.com is my email. Um, right now, I don't have anything super exciting coming up because, as you guys know, I also have another business that I run with my daughter, um, and we are we have an online boutique, so We've been very busy trying to get ready for the holidays with that. So I don't have too much coming up as far as workshops or anything with the coach, specific with coaching, because I have my focus there at the moment. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Though. Well, That's hey. Exciting. People who live <laughs> yeah. in by clothes as well. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, yeah. If, they, if you want to check Mm-mm. that out, it is, it's clothed. It's shop, S-H-O-P clothed c-l-o-t-h-e-d boutique.com shop clothed boutique.com <laughs> so we'd love yeah. for you to check that out too 
Yeah, make sure that you um, post links to all of that on the Facebook page and in the Facebook group. We would love to support our listeners in getting a hold of you as easily as possible. Okay, thank Terry, you. Terry, I would like to, yeah. Terry, I would like to thank you for being with me here as always. My pleasure. We want to. We want to thank all of you out there uh, for coming back and listening each week. And make sure that you are following us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, wherever you um, are most often. And we are there as Fearless Generation. And the Facebook group is Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generation. So definitely keep an eye out for that. You can always find us at fearlessgenerations.org. We have lots of things coming up. We have a six-week class that starts soon. We have workshops coming up. And, of course, this week we are starting the step one in our group program. So that is definitely something to check out. Um, we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living, Fearless Living Institute. You can find out more at fearlessliving.org. We thank you for being here. And until next time, everybody, be fearless. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Uh-huh. Be fearless. Good night. You too. Good night. <laughs>